Well, if there is a common thread in our readings today, I would think it is this, that God cares for his people, that God cares for his people. We see it in our first reading today, the widow of Zarephath, and there she is, she and her son, and she's ready to die. She's going to give up on life. They're going to have their last meal, but yet God loves her. And God sends to her the prophet Elijah, who prophesies to her that your oil will not run dry and your flour, there will be enough. And so God loved her and sent Elijah, and God fulfilled that prophecy that Elijah made to that woman, because God cared for her. In our second reading today from the letter to the Hebrews, we hear that Christ came to take away the sins of the many so that we might eagerly await his coming. God cared for his people, and he loved them so much that he sent his only son to be our savior and our redeemer. This notion, though, that God cares for his people is one that maybe we don't readily accept or readily believe, that maybe we believe something that's false. We believe that maybe God can't care for me Because God has so many other people in the world to care about. And so why would he care about me then? Or maybe it's, I don't think that God cares for the world. I see all the evil that happens. And so I believe that God set the world in motion and now just watches it. And so he doesn't care for his people. But that's not true. God really does care for each and every one of us. And that's why in our responsorial psalm today, King David, the psalmist, is able to tell us the many reasons his soul is able to praise the Lord, because he too has seen how God has cared for his people. I think the psalm bears repeating. The Lord keeps faith forever. He secures justice for the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. He raises up those who are bowed down. He loves the just. He protects the stranger. The fatherless and the widow he sustains. But the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever through all generations. That's how God has cared for those who are hungry for those who are captive, for those who are blind, that God did things for them. So how is it if King David's soul is able to praise the Lord for all that he has seen? What is it that we might sing the praises of the Lord for? What would our psalm be? What has God done for us? Maybe a modern psalm of today would be something like this, that the Lord forgives those who seek his mercy. He helps those who call upon him and place their trust and hope in him. He answers those who pray to him. He provides compassion and care to the sick and hope of eternal life to the dying. He brings consolation and comfort to those who mourn. That in any situation of our life, there's a cause for us to praise the Lord, 
to give him praise from the depths of our souls, whether it's good times when it's very easy or in bad times when it might be difficult. There's still something there that we can praise God for. How is it that God is active and alive in our life, caring about each one of us right now? How is it that today our soul will praise him, not only today, but tomorrow and every day of our lives?